the LAAF podcast with Jim's 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 with Jim's with Cameron. Uh, let's just do another one of those. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Laugh Podcast with Jim's McCameron. Well, we, we're afraid people will think it's funny. Um, okay, is it LA? Yeah. No, it's it's like remember the old. It's kind of old now, but people were saying like AF, mm. like as as fuck, you know, like. You know, actually, I'm friends with a guy who's really good at this type of stuff. Yeah. You want me to call him in? Sure. All right. Orson. Uh, this is this is Orson Bells. Oh, well, welcome to the show, Mr. Bells. All right. Show me the copy that I need to read. Ah, here you go. All right. <clears throat> is the intro to your radio program. Uh, yes. Yeah. We're really happy to have you, by the way. Oh, thank you for having me. Yes. And nobody was here to park my car. That's, so I that's just, our bad. I left it idling. All right. Here we are. <clears throat> Welcome to the Laugh Podcast, starring Jim's. What is this? If it's Laugh Podcast, people will think that it's like you know they'll be expecting really great jokes and ah. Well, there isn't an umlaut on any of these A's, so is it a laugh or? Oh, it's actually just the uh, acronym. Maybe I should have put periods in between. It's L A A F. All right, I shall imagine the periods. We have this joke from the internet nowadays where uh, people were saying, like, uh, you know, L- Los Angeles as fuck is what it stands for, you know? Ah. I was here when Los Angeles was founded. You're perfect for this. You're maybe the LAAFist of all time. Thank you very much for saying that. Here we are. <clears throat> are we rolling? Uh, rolling. Take two. Orson Bells. Welcome to the Los Angeles ass fuck podcast. Uh. Uh, Mr. Bells, we're thinking we're thinking that might get taken the wrong way. All right. Well, you told me what it was, and then you didn't refine it. All right. So uh, let me try it again. It is just the acronym, though. It's just like the letters. L.A. I don't want to give you a line rating. I, you you do it the well, way. Dear boy, you've given me half. Might as well go. That's <laughs> ju- I'm I'm just sounding out the letters uh, and the let just the letters themselves. That's just. L-A-A-F. And we kind of put a little pause in between, so it's... All right. Well, you know, first so you told me to imagine the periods, and then you said it was Los Angeles ass fuck. So, per- perchance, perchance I shall imagine the periods again? The, the one thing is it's definitely not that second thing. That's a whole other community. We're kind of more East Los I Angeles. That's West Los Angeles. Me. Who is this man? Is this man running the session? I I'm the just I'm just the sound recordist, the engineer, uh, and they told me to give you the notes. So All right, thank it's kind you of very a skeleton much. crew. We apologize. All right, in the depths of your ignorance, you have no idea how much work I've done in the ass fuck community. So I, I'm I'm looking at this, and I I just can't believe that this is the copy. Who wrote this? This is an El Pollo Loco napkin. All right, here I go. <clears throat> like I said, skeleton crew. I knew Red Skelton back in the day, and he had no crew like this, a crew 14 deep, Polynesian boys. I long for the good old days myself, Mr. Bells. <sighs> Take your time. Welcome to the L-A-A-F podcast. I'm your host, Orson Bells. With me, as always, my sound recordist, Jimny McCameron. And our special guest today, Arnie Shillman from Arrow. All right, how was that? You did the LAAF perfect. We'll be able to cut uh, that a little closer together. You want me to do it faster? I can do it faster. Uh, maybe a little faster. And plus, uh, some of the crew laughed, so right. we stepped on your line. That's fine. Welcome to the LAAF podcast, starring Jimny McCameron with your co-host, Orson Bells. And, of course, your guest this evening, Arnie Shillman from Arrow. Is that there, should I do one of them like a question? Arnie Shillman from Arrow? We could probably use it. Welcome to the LAAF podcast. I'm your host, Orson Bells. With me, as always, my co-host, Jimny McCameron. And today's guest, Arnie Shillman from Arrow. Can I do a little plug for my show? Please do it. Two cops, both brothers. One named Fergus, the other Ferguson. Fergus, Ferguson, and son. They both have sons. Only on TBS. The one guy's called Fergus, but he has a son? Yes, and his name, well, they're both, they're brothers. It's Fergus and Ferguson, Ferguson. And their father started the business. And they also both have sons, so it's... Did I mention they're detectives? 
This is a movie you're going to shoot? It's a television series every oh, Tuesday night, twice. They play it twice, back to back, in case you missed it, because it's only 15 minutes. That's a lot to pack into 15 minutes. Well, broadcast, my boy, you don't know. It would take it would take an hour and a half just to explain the title to me. I just did it in a matter of seconds. One man is named Fergus, his brother is named Ferguson, they both have the last name, Ferguson. So it's Fergus and Fergus Ferguson, and the name of... Their company, their detective agency, is Ferguson and Son. Ferguson and Son. Ferguson and Son and Son. Nothing could possibly make more sense. You're listening to LAAF. It's a comfort. It's weird. Are we finally ready to start? Live from the City of Roses. I thought this would be funny, but it's not. This is LAAF. Everyone thinks we're incompetent. With Grace Fay. I just want to tell you all how happy I am to be back in the studio. Grace! And another unsung blue-collar hero. Jimmy McCammon. Don't you sometimes hate yourself? Constantly. The old team together again. Oh. Nothing can stop us. Feed. This you must have dreamed about this moment for a thousand times. Is L-A-A-F. How'd you like it? Oh, I didn't. Thank you. I'm going to leave them the worst review. I love it, Pomona. And action. We're sorry and we apologize. We've been gone so long and we've never come back and we abandoned uh, you to uh, just think about... LA on your own without us there to guide and narrate you. But hey, what it is is we've been busy and there it is. So, but there's a lot of news and there's a lot of stuff and there's special guests today and uh, there's uh, shows coming up and uh, other stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, so me, I, I am but your humble engineer. Let me introduce today's uh, guest host of the program at the times when we actually drag in talent to be on the show and perform their talents live it's a performer of stage and screen writer director producer mr ari stidham thank you for joining us for having me man i'm so happy to be back with my friend jimmy cameron Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe you guys the people have missed you me and that you didn't book orson huh because Orson and I just ride around together, you know what I mean? I can't believe you booked me, you didn't book him. Orson Bell's in here to announce you. Sure, I mean, he's just hanging out in the car. I don't know if he pronounced your name correctly, though. Oh, no, that's my professional name, my stage name, Arnie yeah. Shillman. Arnie Shillman. Arnie, yeah. Oh, yeah. for like a year I called you um, Artie Stedman. Yeah, well, I did go by Artie Stedman for a while, but then, you know, tax fraud. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's only one way out. Change your name and move to Jamaica. Are you rolling on this? I cut it. Oh, good. Okay, because I forgot. Okay, cool. (laughs) I cut it because you said only the opening, right? Opening and closing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I meant this part, but then I forgot to roll anyways. Okay, no worries. So now we've got it. Okay. (laughs) So if you're watching on YouTube, you're real confused right now. But check out these videos because we're going to be putting um, the videos of Ari playing three of his songs on the uh, YouTube. Um, And we'll see. Maybe that was before this. Maybe it was after this. A lot to get to today. It's um, important famous people's birthdays. Uh, We have a new member on the Patreon, Sarah Gallardo. All hail. Uh, Thank you, Sarah. That's right, Sarah. You're making the show happen. And if you want to make the show happen, you can go to patreon.com slash LAAF and join in. 1,000 shoes marching for justice. It's only a dollar a month. And eventually, we'll have justice out of it. I mean, that's a small price to pay. 1,000 shoes is just 500 people. Exactly. Two feet. This is one of the only people who has ever done the math on the 1,000 shoes. Um, I have a few things to say later. And all that. But also, let's see. What is it? It's Monday. Um, We just had a weekend of shows. It's Mr. Unioshi. You can follow it at Mr. Unioshi Show. That's a thing that Ari produces. Right. With the lovely J. Elijah Cho. Right. Written, directed, and and conceived by. Yeah. And the thing about that show is, um, you know, most of the stuff that I do, I'm, I'm more creatively involved in. This show has been such a delight because I just get to watch him change hearts and minds. I mean, now I'm being super authentic before I was just doing bits, but now I'm being authentic. It's like, uh, you know, he, uh, 
he's just such an incredible artist and charming man. Um, yeah. That the show, there's a moment in the show, it's not giving anything away, there's a break in the show where he drops character and then he becomes himself um, and addresses the audience directly. And just to see that change since we locked it a year ago to now, we've been all over the country. It's been really awesome to see him go from, you know, humble beginnings, going from the, first the scholarship, um, he got the scholarship and the, I think it's a writer scholarship program for New York Fringe in 2016. And then in 2019, he got the same scholarship at out in LA to do it again. And then it was sort of dead because of the pandemic to be able to revive it there and see it just get back up to running speed and gain momentum and traction. And his fans for years are coming out of the woodwork that keeps coming back to see it. You know, we did our own independent production in Santa Monica that you tech directed, yeah. Jimmy, um, last October 2021. So, yeah, not yeah. last October, but two Octobers ago. It's a great demonstration of something that I'm always like a fan of, is which is like, you know, build yourself a, a little intellectual property that's like flexible that can go anywhere. You could play it in a stadium of 50,000, but you could also do it in a small house of a, a you know, of a hundred or 50 or whatever. Yeah. This is our, I, I think this is our biggest theater in, in California that we've done it in. We, we did it in a bigger theater in Florida a couple times, but um, yeah, this is the biggest theater we've done in California. And it's really nice to be invited back because normally, you know, there, you have to do a showcase in Los Angeles where you rent the space. Yeah. Um, some people call it four walling it. Uh, so for us to not do that, because the Sierra Madre Playhouse in, in, in invited us, um, yeah. Playhouse, pardon me, invited us. Uh, so yeah, it, it's just been a um, just an incredible ride, and like it's been awesome to help him um, really step into his greatness. I I just know that he's, I mean, here I am gushing about another artist with my time, but it's worth it. Um, he he just like has the thing that I think people are looking for. Yeah, you know, same, absolutely. Same with Shoney, who's well, on your show often. It's like and, you, they have the thing, the, the creator's thing of a million ideas and, well, and he's, very personable and kind. The whole thing is clever, too. That's what I'm saying is like... Uh, yeah, brilliant. To the, to the listeners who I haven't explained it to, it's basically... Um, I've talked about it before, but it's basically um, an Asian man plays Mickey Rooney as Mickey Rooney prepares to play the Asian man in... Um, uh, Breakfast, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, the character's name is Mr. Uniosh. We were shouting with friendship. This is LAAF. Isn't it in the cloud? I thought everything was in the cloud. Why are you still a loser? Everybody hates Jimmy. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Chime in, guy. Enough. Now here's a very charming man. He's an idiot. You don't seem like the type of person that anybody would want to hire. I have a personality type that makes it hard to work for or with others. Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. I'm not about all that razzle-dazzle. Wear your good suit. This is my good suit. The biggest unanswered question is where is the money? like that okay bada bada boom where's the money oh I I got I got sidetracked this is the part where they let the engineer talk by the way thank you very much and I appreciate your time but it's just uh, things that I uh, noticed on the way over here right okay first of all one thing personalized plates um, still for douche holes if you want to if you have one that's clever like i'll kind of give you a pass on it you know some people once in a while have one okay kind of clever and i'll give them a pass this one made me mad because it was bc and you but it was like weird e c and no not even that not even it was like b e s e e n n u Oh, they really tried to make it happen. I mean, they had to I, stretch. I saw DIX247. I thought that was fucking great. What is that? DIX247. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that one was pretty funny to me. Especially like, people who can crap. sneak in a sex one. I'm like, yes, that's worth the money. But yeah. to know how much they cost and to have it be like your name or your fucking company. How much do I I don't I don't I looked it up at one point, but too much to be spending. You know, even if you're even if you're very wealthy, and then if you're very wanna, wealthy, do you want to like uh, draw attention to yourself or whatever? Like that's I'm always, I don't know. It's the conundrum with these things. 
Oh, and yeah. then I saw the other worst fucking thing I've ever seen on the drive over here. And it, and it, I had other stuff, but this is the thing, right? This is where it's at. I don't know if you've driven here on the 101, uh-huh. um, but we're we're uh, live to tape today uh, from the gorgeous city of like Thousand Oaks-ish area, right? But Yeah, we're in Agora Hills. Right there. So like um, uh, on the drive over here, there's a billboard for Shumash Casino. Yeah. Yeah, and it is a little girl in a field. I know. She I know. appears it looks to be like Westworld. She appears to be like in Indian attire. Yeah, the whole the whole thing feels like maybe she's wearing traditional Shumash attire in this picture, right? But the, the thing is, she's sitting in this beautiful, picturesque field at a single slot machine. And it's a kid. And it's a kid. It, it really does look like it's out of Westworld. Every time I drive by it, I go like that. Oh, lo- lo- looks like it's the people from Westworld did a did a frame that looks really funny. And you know what the caption of it is? Is uh, the word freedom? Yeah, it's like find your bliss. Is like no, what it's they, the is word what, freedom. They used to say find your bliss. It used to. I, it's always this oh. weird esoteric stuff. It's like your your freedom is from being a child. <laughs> at a at an Indian gaming casino. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? My point is this. My point is what is happening with like the ability of the casinos to, um, because I listen to radio too, right? And casinos advertise a lot on the radio, and it's always the worst. Like off the what can I call it? Off the pulse, you know? Like just out of the loop like missing the mark like just worst kind of advertisements like um the my pillow guy makes advertisements like this right that are just like ooh cringe or oh who else um i know i talk about ads constantly on this it's like jimmy's segment is basically the cri- criticize ads segment but it's like some of some of them are so cringe i'm like how do you have a business sir well this is the crazy thing about advertising is we're going towards this clip-based economy shit. Yeah. And the more we head towards it, the more... Check us out on TikTok. Our clips are going to be the ads. Yeah. You know? And you are you are an ad for something, whether you realize it or not, when you're doing user-generated content. Yeah, you know, yeah. You're both the ad and you're You're the, hoping to be. You're right. kind of hoping to be. Like, oh, you know, I mean, if this thing got whatever... Well, they, they bled the line, you know? Like, yeah. the whole idea that... that um, it's fucked up. Money goes back and forth like the tide. And there's current like currency that got applied to short form content. So now it comes and it goes. If you create it, it goes and it comes back. People remix it and they do their own thing with it. Oh it's yeah. It's sort of like a, a. I don't even recognize it anymore. A death knell, I, I believe, of legacy content. But um, hopefully not, because we got a lot of legacy content out here. Well, the whole problem of the internet, actually, to get, I mean, just to get stupid deep on it, is is like. You now had the ability to um, to sell someone else's creation as your not your creative creation. Everybody knew better than that, but as it's your financial yeah, it's a product yeah. And and also the creator would get the whole the whole point is now you have to know how to distribute your own work. Yes. And if you don't, it's like you really need to protect yourself because the whole point is. Because like, someone like, will distribute it, right? And yeah. the, the amount of people who surround, you know, I don't. It's like I don't want to speak out of school, but John gets a lot of people surrounding him that are trying to get him to come and do the show, and they would be really great opportunities. But they're people who aren't going to pay him any money, mm. and that's a lot of what it's I for the exposure I do is go. Wait a second, this guy's got an incredible show. You can make money off of it, and by the way, the reason you bring him is because you will make money off of it. So why wouldn't you pay him? Yeah. Like, and try what the fuck. And try to remember people like it's not the time that it takes them to perform the show, it's the time it took to develop it. Like you don't know how many hours goes into not only just writing a thing but then perfecting it on stage to where you're fluid with performing it. It's right. like and it's an insane insane amount of hours. Well, and I hate the phrase like my team, but he has a really good team. Not yeah. to just pat myself on the back or my dad on the back, but like everybody who has joined us at any point Anytime we've done a production, they get behind him and yeah. they really believe in it. Like we've never had a bad team. Well, we've it's never, easy. <laughs> we've never had somebody come in and fuck the show up. It's even a great on concept. Everyone's professional, and you know, and it's a and it's a thing that you're already 
It's just one of those things. It hits this spot. Like you're already asking if you know Breakfast at Tiffany's at all. You've asked if you know Mickey Rooney at all. You've asked this question. You've been like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it, it is seriously, it's the comedy about that. Yeah. But it's a little elevated because it doesn't dismiss the dramatic, you know, the dramatic parts of that, you know? Right, but it's legacy, you know? It's a funny it's, way to it's, do it's, it. It's not the way that people are making new shit now. Like, yeah, like yeah. I think about musicians like Lawrence, the band Lawrence. Well, people will always crave this. What? People will always crave this, you know? In one way or another, maybe they will one day only watch it on a fucking screen. Fine. But they'll always crave this. Something, an intellectual property organically developed that was somebody's idea. You know, that's why people connect with art. You are connecting with someone's mind. Right. I mean, I I think that's analyzing what art is. Oh, boy. But the idea that... Next segment, we figure out what art is. The idea that people make albums because... That's how you used to release music. Yeah, but that was the format. It was necessitated by the business. They needed to have a release for physical shit. They they would release a record, right? Yeah. So you have these artists who are keeping it alive because they desire to create what they experienced. But it's just an experience-based thing. Yeah. Um, if they can make that experience happen through short-form content, well... They'll do it. I mean, I was showing you the 1975. They have a huge team behind them, millions of dollars behind every release. But I think that's specifically what I'm talking about. Wherever the eyes are, however you get to them, it's just about making that content. Because people weren't really buying physical CDs of shit that they didn't see after you could see a music video. Yeah. Once you had a music video on MTV, it's like, well, if you don't have a music video, how are you going to release your record? Yeah. So it, that's just that's just what TikTok has become. If you don't put it out on TikTok before you actually release it, or do what I what I'm doing here, which is like just try and get other people to have me on playing songs. I haven't recorded these and released them anywhere except for social media, any of these songs, because I'm not going to put out a record when this is the thing that people are watching. Quiet, quiet on the set. Welcome to Los Angeles, ma'am. This is LAAF. People could really grow to like it. Yes, it's really, really thorough. For the whole week? Yes, sir. And now. That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and guess what else? Today, Junior! The LAAF Podcast presents. Today! Today! Is today even a day? Even a day? Oh, yes, it is. Of course, it is. Is every day. Um, And on the days that we visit the podcast, then we talk about those days. Today, it's every... Oh, today it's National Escape Day. National Escape Day beckons people on January 30th to move away from their daily lives and invest some time in rejuvenating themselves. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, The day encourages you to run away from your daily existential problems and (laughs) live in the moment. Wow. How do they know I have existential problems? In the moment. Join me here in the moment. Yeah, okay, fine. And here we are. Whoa. Hey, yo. It's fucking uncomfortable, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) You just got to do shrooms and get there. I don't, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's the only time I ever feel truly present. Holy shit, I'm finally in the moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. Um, That is the question that is on everybody's mind. (laughs) <laughs> Are you ever in the moment if you're not high? <laughs> I don't know. That's everybody. <laughs> Maybe us. Oh, yeah, I guess Maybe so. Me. Well, no, I mean, you know, everybody knows the world, all the world's best art and, uh, you know, um, uh, politics and music and, you know, all the most brilliant things have been done while people were high. You know, the Bible was written by a bunch of people who were high. You know, the first tools were made by, like, high cavemen. Uh, Monkeys, you know, when they figured out how to get high, they finally started putting that straw into the nest of the uh, termites, you know, so that they could eat it off of there. All the greatest stuff happens when you're high. Everybody knows that. Once you know the way broadly, you will see it in all things. Wow. That's pretty good. It's from that samurai book. Uh, the way of the samurai? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we are 
actually uh, wrapping it up on, well, we'll figure out what, you know, next month is, but we're wrapping it up on like artichoke and asparagus month. Okay. So get them in while you can. Also apple and apricot month. Okay. Yeah. So we've got, I don't know. We've got one day left of just all the artichoke, asparagus, apple, and apricot that you can stuff in your, in your holes. Pass. Well... You got to try things in life, all right? I'm always telling this to my associate Vaughn at work, okay? You got to try things. Does Vaughn like that you talk about them on the podcast? Oh, they hate it. <laughs> one of them said, one of them uh, on my crew yesterday said, what are you doing over the weekend? I was like, probably a bunch of podcasts, actually. I think maybe three. And um, and he's like, oh, yeah, where can I listen to it? I'm like, uh, I hope you don't mind like I talk shit about all of you people. <laughs> I can't believe that's just the truth. You're just talking shit on your coworkers. Except on, on you should Twitter hear on your podcast. You really like should. If, eventually, they're gonna figure out are you, <laughs> when you're talking shit. You talk, you talk so much shit on Twitter. I, me oh, watching. Oh come on, Twitter. That's me, a parody. Me reading. That's Jimmy's, satire. Jimmy's Twitter is me like with my jaw oh my on God. the floor, going like, "How is he? How is he still doing?" Because Elon Musk, he lets me say this stuff again now. He made he paved the way for um, free speech, my is favorite, what it's called. My Ari. favorite was just, you are not an empath. Yes. <laughs> yes. Look, I believe that. Bro, I am an empath. Fuck okay. you. Okay. <laughs> sure. Literally, I am. <laughs> Sensitive people all think they're fucking empaths. Maybe, you know, maybe you know it's who's a synonym. An, you know who's an empath? You know who's an empath? No, I understand. It's a word. It's a, it's a word we're using. It's fine. I was just joking. But like, no, I mean, my point is, to be an empath, you have to have a hot ass and a Star Trek uniform on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm from the 90s. Check, please. Deanna Troy is our only empath. We worship at her, at her feet. <laughs> no, man. I believe some fucking wild shit. We could talk about it one of these days. Oh, no. I mean, you know. You know. Uh, <laughs> I think but that... But it's not just that. This is the only form of spirituality that I really will approve of. Creative spirituality. Yeah, and the kind that can take a joke and take a jab, you know? Like, oh, my God. Well, who, Grace believes who knows in... If, who knows if it's real? I think I'm it's telling real, you, Catholicism can't take a joke. D- well... You know, even Judaism, for as much as I love... <laughs> everyone they can't take a joke they're super serious all right but like the wiccans and people who believe in fairies and people who are empaths and stuff i mean like i'm gonna defend you for a second i just think we're jumpy uh the main the main reason i think we're jumpy is because we're taught about the holocaust and like real time from the moment we're born pretty much absolutely so like there's a reason why they're always on edge and they're super defensive because like nobody else is defending us i'm more saying that Um, like you're that like the mainstream religions are like serious to a fault right but that's what i'm like there's a reason for catholicism being serious to a fault because like they know it runs everything and they're trying to keep it quiet yes like that that's the whole thing and mysterious there's a lot of power in mystery so it's the only fucking place where people wear sunglasses as wizards and do their thing it's like you (laughs) chant you you chant magic words you you think it's weird that the kkk is called wizards as well it's like and the pope looks like a fucking wizard with a giant basically kkk hat are you out of it's only missing your fucking mind He's only anybody, missing the face. Is part. anybody fucking home? That's no, yeah. that's always what I ask because it's like I know my Catholic friends are good people because nobody thinks about it. But like, yeah, all the when you when you just look at it for what it is, not for the conspiracy theory, just like look at what the facts are and like where all the horrible shit is and has been going on for forever. It's like okay, those are the people in charge. I'm not gonna piss them off. I'm just gonna like stay in line and <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, it's weird. It's like yeah, it's like. In, a, in every community you go to, the Catholic Church is the biggest fucking facility in town. And prettiest. And prettiest. And best funded. <laughs> yeah. The, well, the churches all kind of piss me off uh, in like terms them. of they that. Keep, I like them because I'm recently obsessed with commercial real estate, and I drive around, and I look at churches, and I'm like, how? Because they're, they Why? never pay taxes. Yeah, they, they, they get money up the yin-yang, and they never pay one cent in tax. Yeah. How about this? The church goes... You haven't given me ten percent of your income. Yeah, is there something I did wrong? Oh, oh. So it's like I don't like it when people say Jews are stingy and stuff because like 
We're not doing that. No, nothing could be. Yeah, <laughs> we're not doing that. You know the what I mean? Tithing, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and we don't like talk to your family and do insidious shit. Like, at least I have never experienced that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot wrong with uh, organized religions. I think they're. <laughs> How gonna... do we start talking about? I'm sorry. I, just, I know. I, I was just know. like, let me tell you exactly what's going on with the Catholic Church. Let oh, me fucking awesome. break it all down. Tomorrow's going to be Hell is Freezing Over Day. <laughs> We're still talking about the days? Yeah. <laughs> it's that segment. Aria goes on for seven whole fucking minutes. Jimmy, all right? I'm so sorry. I'm Only pulled up, up four. No, I'm it's fine. Whole shit up. No, you know what? I the whole point out. of the show. I got to tag out. You I'm going to go get Orson. Okay? You got to stay. I'm going to get Orson. We're sick or- of that bastard. We love out. your authenticity, Ari. <laughs> <laughs> Hell is Freezing Over Day is celebrated every year on January 31st. <laughs> the original idiom when hell freezes over refers to something that will never happen, but due to the freezing weather, it indeed feels like hell is freezing over. This is your birthday. I'm an incredible guy. And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. I can't wait till I get you on the floor. All right, where's the copy? What should I read? Uh, you can. Oh, you can read the famous birthdays. Famous birthdays. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Beginning with the one that all of us know and love. Yes. Biggie Norris. Oh, we love you, him. You, her, We're huge fans of him YouTube, on the LAA podcast. YouTube star Biggie Norris turns thirteen. Oh, happy birthday, Biggie. Dancer. You cannot be that big at 13. Brooke Highland turns 24. Happy birthday, Brooke. She is a dancer. And Ashton Myler turns 16. Another YouTube star. We're not always so privileged as to have the the famous birthdays uh, read off by someone so famous as director and actor Orson Bells. Thank you very much. And uh, here we are. uh, Perhaps one of my... Perhaps one of my favorite uh, uh, people that Aris Didham ever had the pleasure of working with. Ah, yes. Scott Meskidi, a.k.a. Kid Cuddy, oh. turns 38. Becky Lynch, the wrestler, 35. Christian Bale. Ah. Or Batman. The second best Batman himself, he yes. He turns 48. And Storm Power, uh, he turns 40. Alina Kim... 19. Who are these who are these people? Isaac exactly. Gonzalez. Uh, she's a she's a great actor. She turns 32. Wilma Malamama turns 42. <laughs> spell that? Wilma W I L M Maldorama V A L D E R R A M A. Wilma Maldorama. Oh, that's great. And uh, oh, Phil Collins. Oh. Andy Milanakis, who I looked like until I was 16. Uh, Wilma Valorama. Uh, who else? Franklin Delano. Uh-huh. Roosevelt. One of our favorite Roosevelts. Yes. Absolutely. He, Huge fans. He would tell me, uh, don't trust that Kissinger. Um, Olivia Coleman also turns 48. Same was he the one in the wheelchair? Who? Roosevelt. Wait, I, no. I can't recall. I was on speed. Mm. It's hard to remember which president did what, you know? He was a president. Uh, Roosevelt was a president, yeah. Not an opera star? No. Well, maybe he was before his tenure as president. He was a tenor? Oh, yeah. As president? <laughs> they make all the presidents sing tenor in the uh, White House barbershop. Well, you heard it here, folks. Even if they're naturally he, sopranos. He'd be in his hundreds, but today was... Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who was a tenor-ass president. All right, here you go. Tender-ass president. <laughs> the All most right. delicious kind. John, good old Johnny Banks from Breaking Bad. Oh, 75. we love that actor. Yes. Yeah. Uh, John Lydon. Okay. Mini Driver. All right. Fruit. Uh, when, when mice uh, are playing golf. That is one of the clubs that they use. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, it's four, a mini driver. Four. Uh, oh, and 
I guess today is Justin Timberlake's birthday. Is today that why we're is Justin Timberlake's birthday. <laughs> is that why we're Absolutely. <laughs> is there another reason to play this song? But once a year, do we play this song? Uh, what if I just never? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, then it never pays off. Like many of our segments, at that point, it would never pay off. <laughs> very serious. Jackie Robinson, 42. Oh, yes. He absolutely. Was the best. He was the best. The greatest. Kerry Washington. Absolutely the goat. Tyler Cameron. Mm-hmm. Oh. Aaron Bloomer. I mean, we can't play Choney's favorite game right now. We'll have to wait for him. But, Which is what? Uh, is this person black? I mean, never. <laughs> Almost never, <laughs> unless it's a historical figure or a rapper. Mahoney. Oh, uh, uh-oh, a Mahoney. Mallory James Mahoney. Mahoney. Those are Grace's ancestors. The Mahoney? The Ari Mahoney's? Stidham today sitting in the Grace Fay chair, and thank you very much, too. Orson Bells. Uh, Orson Bells sitting in for Ari Stidham, uh, who wandered off on a break somewhere. He felt too then, insecure to be himself on the podcast anymore. Oh, <laughs> it's too bad. It's too bad. We're all huge fans. Jonathan Banks celebrates a birthday today. Yes, I said, Johnny Banks from Breaking Bad, 75. Uh, oh, yeah, and we did Mini Driver, right? Yes, The she, kind uh, of... <laughs> <laughs> he still loves that joke. <laughs> yes. Mice Golf 2. That's the whole point. May I do a little plug? Elena Paparizzo. If I can just do a plug. For oh, yeah. Right We'd for love that. All right. Uh, I have a new series coming out on CBS. Oh. <clears throat> Fergus. Ferguson. <laughs> and Fergusonson. Oh, yeah. This is a story about a detective agency based on a true story <laughs> out of Dallas, Texas uh-huh. uh, from the 1800s. And pretty much there were... Three- about, a detective's, about a detective named Ferguson? Well, a, a six-part team of detectives. Uh-huh. Oh. oh. The, the, the eldest the, is Pa Ferguson. Yeah, right? Ferguson, he's, right. He's, he's got two sons, <laughs> right, which is Fergus and Ferguson. His name's Ferguson? Well, yes, his one of his sons' name is Ferguson Ferguson, the other is Fergus. <laughs> he named his son Ferguson? Yeah. Yes, Fergus Ferguson. His son's name is Fergus Ferguson? And his, and his other son is Ferguson yeah, That Ferguson. seems pretty cruel. Well, everybody always calls them Ferguson or Fergus. So you had to tell, you know. Yeah. Okay, and then, and then Fergus had two kids. Right. Right? Sure. Ferg. Sam. Oh, no. Jesus, come on. Ferg. <laughs> Why Ferg. What are their middle names? Well, one is called Fer- it's, it's Ferg. Ferg. One's Ferg, Ferg Ferguson. Ferg Ferguson. And then. So when they go somewhere, it's Ferg and Fergus Ferguson? It's Fergus. Fergus? His his two sons. One is named Ferg. Right. Ferg Ferguson. Ferg Ferguson. And his other son's name is Gus. And Gus has a son. His Ferg- And his son's name is Chumley. For Gus and Gus Ferguson. Is what so for it's, Gus and Gus and it's, Fergus Ferguson? It's Fergus Ferguson and his bar. sons Ferg and Gus. Absolutely, Ferguson. Oh, uh, my friend Michael Ferguson is gonna love this. And and the name of the show is Ferguson and Son. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ferguson and Son. Will somebody please listen to me? And now the LAAF podcast presents today in history. Oh no! Tragic news in Londonderry, Northern Ireland. 13 unarmed civil rights demonstrators are shot dead by British Army paratroopers in an event that becomes known as Bloody Sunday and a fantastic U2 song. I don't care what you say. I don't care what any of you say. Oh, oh no! Orson's leaving. No, I'm here. I'm here. I just, every time he we get hates this, you too. Oh, every time we get all historical, I feel a oh a, a, a tinge be? of regret. Oh, what do you regret uh, in uh, history? Just that I wasn't more involved <laughs> with your family or your loved ones or history. No, with modern events. Oh yeah. See, I I drank from uh, the cup mm. of eternal youth. Oh yeah. When I was sixty-eight. Oh. So I'm sort of printed at 68 hip problems, knee problems. Uh, my memory's going a little bit. Sure. So it happens to the best of us. Yes. What did you just say? Oh, it happens to the least of us. Uh, certainly. Uh, do we have time for me to do a little plug? Oh, please. <laughs> 
Do you I, have a project coming up or something like that? Yeah, it's a television show on CBS. Oh yeah, you mentioned you mentioned that. Well, so <laughs> per, perhaps I should explain the family tree of the protagonist. It's going to be exciting to finally see after so many years something original by the great Orson Welles. So we open a tight shot on a baby. Where? <laughs> Chiron. I'm Chiron the baby. Pa Ferguson. The baby becomes old. And he has oh, oh, two sons. Is his name Pa when he's a baby? Well, you know, I don't know, but he does. Bec- it becomes Pa Ferguson. <laughs> yeah, right. And that's right. The, that's the role I play. Okay. And uh, and I have two sons, Fergus. Fergus, right, right. And Ferguson. Oh yeah, you mentioned this. And Fergus, Fergus and Fergus, Fergus and Ferguson, and Gus Ferguson. No, no. This is the whole family. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. You're right. getting way I'm sorry. ahead I'm of sorry. me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're getting way ahead of me. I don't know if I already spoke about this. <laughs> yeah, you, well, you I mentioned have? in the last segment. Did I? You started, it wasn't a full plug because I got confused. Going a little bit. Okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah. All right. Ready? <laughs> sure. All right. So, at the top of the food chain, we have Pa Ferguson. And he has two sons. Fred. As a baby. Well, that. Oh, we open on the baby. Where? I'm Pa Ferguson. And he becomes... He says, right. He morphs into an old man. We get it. And he has two kids. And, he is, and then he's Pa. Yes, and one is Fergus Ferguson, and the other is Ferguson Ferguson. And, okay, so Fer- <laughs> Fergus has two sons. Oh. His two sons are Ferg and yeah. Gus. Oh. And then Gus... He has a. He's young. He's fourteen, and he knocks up a, a forty-year-old woman, uh, and she has a baby, and they name the baby Chumley. Ferguson's then, sons, Fergus and Gus. No, Fer- Ferguson's Ferguson Ferguson's son, Fergus. No, as a Ferguson son? Ferguson is a shut-in. He doesn't have any kids. Oh, oh, oh! Fergus, it's Fergus. It's his Fergus. brother yeah, Fergus yeah, has two sons, Ferg and Gus. The way you can if you remember knew it him, is if you knew him, his you would name know. is Fergus. So he doesn't have a son named Son. He has two sons, one named Ferg and one named Gus. And then Gus has a son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what is he going to do? Name his son Guh? No, 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 no. He's no. got a name of That wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, Chumley. He, he's got to do a, a family name of the of the mother of the of the child. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the big reveal at the end of season The surname? One, that, that was their name, Chumley? No, that's just the name of uh, Paul oh. Ferguson's great-grandson. Oh, right, 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 right. As is the tradition. No. <laughs> no, it's a break-in tradition for the story, uh, as I have explained. The uh, wow. So, 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 I-, I want to just focus a little bit on. That's the difference between like improv and directing. Directing, Ferg. you already, you have everything in place. <laughs> Ferg. Well, I've explained it. Ferg. <laughs> here's, here's the point, about Great director Ferg. Orson Welles. Ferg. Uh, Ferg is yes. What we would call in modern day society, the uh, brother of Gus. The son of that's, Ferguson. That's correct. Uh, Ferguson. 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 Fergus. <laughs> See, the way you remember it is Fergus has, <laughs> Fergus has a son named Ferg and a son named Gus. He doesn't have a son named Son. Ferguson Ferguson has no sons. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I, I must reiterate. It's really I'm, sad because it actually works. <laughs> I must reiterate. <laughs> Ferguson Ferguson has no sons. Just worked on me. It's correct. Yeah. <clears throat> well, maybe that should be the name of this series. <sighs> Ferguson Ferguson has no sons. Instead of Ferguson and Son. If not, a, a great spinoff. Well, the, the, the whole thing isn't even about this. <laughs> The things about the things about the, the yeah, story. What is the, the actual plot? It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> I can't ever give that the name. There's Chicago cops, right? No, not Chicago. <laughs> oh, no. oh <laughs> they're okay. They're Detroit detectives. No, we're in the town of Ferguson. <laughs> oh, jeez, that's gonna make it really confusing. What are you talking about? Ferguson, Ferguson from Ferguson. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. I mean, I'm not a director. I'm listen not a writer. Me. I'm not Jimmy. some brilliant, uh, you know. But Cameron, you listen to me. Just let me finish. Let me finish. The no, show please. isn't even about yeah. this. I apologize. Let me tell you what the this show's is the about. Middle of, right in the middle every, of your plug. Every episode is a new story. Uh-huh. It, there's a thief. A pirate has come into town. There's a doctor who's actually a murderer. Oh, like a guest star villain each episode. Correct. Oh, Usually it's Stacy Keach. <laughs> and each time, do you remember who's got Sta- a lot of range? Yeah, remember yeah. Stacy Keach. Oh, absolutely. Anyways, 
<laughs> he killed David Carradine like 700 times in the, in the late 70s, early 80s. <laughs> he chased the Chichichal. Yes, exactly. He's the best. Uh, so normally it's that, and then it's a detective agency from the ground up. Okay. Even it- young Chumley helps solve some cases. Come on, laugh! You're listening to LAAF. The podcast where we agree with each other about conspiracies. Ferguson and Son Detective Agency. <laughs> no, there's plenty of time. Uh, still with us, uh, great auteur, writer, director, you know, uh, the inspiration of all films in the 30s, 40s, 50s, and probably most of the 60s, Orson Bells has a new project. Ferguson Detective Agency from Ferguson, founded by not Ferguson Ferguson, but Pa Ferguson. No, the uh, project is called Ferguson and Son. A Ferguson and Son, but it's about the Ferguson Detective Agency in Chicago, where not in the Chicago, Fergusons in Ferguson, are. Illinois. Oh, in Ferguson, Illinois, right outside of Chicago, Ferguson Ferguson founded the Ferguson and Sons Detective Agency. Pa Ferguson. Pa Ferguson did. Uh, and, no his son, right, here, here. and his son, and his son, Fergus let Ferguson. Me tell, let me let me do the prepared <laughs> ad. Sure. Oh right. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just outside. Of Orson Chicago. Wells. This is going to be take one prepared Orson ad. Bells. Corson <laughs> <laughs> right. smells. Here we go. Just outside of Chicago, there's a town called Ferguson, Illinois. In that town, there's a baby named Pa Ferguson. He grew up to be an old man, also named Pa Ferguson. He had two sons, Ferguson, Ferguson, and Fergus. Fergus then had two sons, Ferg and Gus. And then Gus, he done messed around and knocked up the librarian. She had a baby, and they named it Chumley. These are the players in the hilarious new drama, Ferguson and Son, all about a family detective agency in Ferguson, Illinois. In every episode, somebody cool comes in, usually Stacy Keach in a mustache or maybe a bowler cap, and he's playing like a doctor who ends up being a murderer, or he's the governor and he's gone bad, or he's a drug dealer and he's also the father of another baby. It's one of those types of shows where there's always something new, but you come back to family values, and uh, we have two 15-minute episodes back-to-back on Tuesday nights, at 12.30 p.m. And uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if uh, anybody's seen what I've been up to. I've just been sort of dancing in one of the big rooms in my house with uh, Geraldina, who's a dance instructor that I've hired. It's a platonic relationship. I've tried to shed some of the baby weight. And, um, you know, I, I really think it's uh, if you want to see what I'm up to, uh, th- this is a great way to check in with me. Um, I'm, ve- I'm very excited to be uh, pitching it here on the show, Mr. McCameron. And um, the, the, I just want to put one thing in everyone's mind about Ferguson and Son. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> this is a line from the pilot that Paul Fergus has at the end of the show. We've killed Stacy Keach, and we're eating him. Um, and, and, you know, we, we're on a, a, de- a deserted island. At the, it sort of ends on a cliffhanger. Uh, <clears throat> So we're all eating Stacia Keach, and I, I say, you know, this adventure isn't just about me. This adventure is about Gus and Ferg and Ferguson Ferguson and all of the people in Ferguson who we left behind. This is about Ferguson and son. <laughs> so I do hope you tune in. Uh, <clears throat> that's all. That's why I'm here, isn't it? To... <laughs> well, he was here for a while. Wow. Uh, I mean, I can't. I can't believe you. You let him talk for that long. I... Well, if you got something to plug, you got something to plug. I just had so many questions. It's what? a confusing name to me. And what was he plugging? To set it in for. Okay, well. <laughs> Can you explain to me what he was plugging? Yeah, yeah. It was basically a detective story about a family called Ferguson Whoa. whose names are all Fergus and Son. Wait a second. Are you t- uh, wait, 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 wait. Ferguson, who are. Who, He's pitching you Ferguson, but and they son? live in Ferguson, which is a city outside of Chicago, I, Illinois. I, I, not only do I know the story. Yeah. 
It's a pilot that I tried to sell him a year ago, and he passed on it. What? He stole this from you? And he sold it to CBS? What a piece of shit. Wait a second. Yeah. He took... Is Paul Fergus, is Paul Fergus the lead? Paul Fergus is the old man. Okay. We and then were he has introduced two to him when Does he's he a baby. Sons? Baby Paul Fergus. Yeah. That's right. Then he becomes an old man. Does he have two sons? He has two sons. What are their names? <laughs> <laughs> their names are Fergus and... Ferguson. Okay, cool. <laughs> my in my version, one was named Ferg and one was named Gus. He changed something. That might have been it. I can't tell Fuck. either. I can't tell. Did he leave a script? He didn't leave a. He didn't leave a script, but he kept trying to explain it. You know, at the end, I just let him do kind of his plug about when it would be on. But like, how long did he go on for? Oh, it was felt like forever. Did it fuck felt up like show? forever. <laughs> the show's kind of ruined. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not what you know. I'm it's sorry. Not I what had, people I tune had. in to hear. But he's he's a great auteur. You know, he's a fantastic. He's he was the most famous guest that we've ever had on the show. So I had to let him do whatever he wanted. <laughs> you know, they kind of walk all over you. That's why, you know, that's why it's the status, you know. Well, can I do a little plug? They'll grab you right. They'll grab you right in the pussy. <laughs> what? When they're famous, they'll grab you right in your pussy. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, can I do a little plug? Please. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I have a show coming out. It's on TBS. Um, it's a show just about uh, these nuns. <laughs> Um, it's called Constant Constancy, uh-huh. and Constance nu- is the nun that I play. Um, the show's con- <laughs> the show's Constant Constancy. That's right. <laughs> Constance is the name of the nun. Correct. <laughs> okay, maybe you can come back on and talk about that another time because now I need a whole. <laughs> Other explanation of these names, <laughs> why they're all so similar, etc. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Ari Stidham. I had a lot of fun. I hope I didn't fuck your show. No, it was a blast. <laughs> no, this is exactly how you other co-hosts, this is how you do it. <laughs> We're also available for picnics, lodge meetings, children's parties, and smoke-ins. Good luck. I'm leaving. Oh, my God. That is so hot.